0: the game awards announced their nominations for their 2023 award show for november 15th 2023 this is let's play daily gaming news hey what's going on my name's nate bender and welcome to let's play a daily gaming news podcast where we run down everything you need to know from the gaming world in about five minutes Coming up, Amazon Games is the latest to cut down on staff, and Sony patents an interesting feature to let stream viewers pick up where a streamer left off. Out of the Game Awards in about three weeks, Jeff Keighley announced the 31 categories and their nominations for the 9th Annual Game Awards. And this year seems to be a battle between Baldur's Gate 3 and Alan Wake 2 for who can take home the most awards, with both games being nominated for eight different categories. Getting into the nominations with the most popular category, Game of the Year. The nominations are Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Marvel's Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Super Mario Brothers: Wonder, and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Next category is Best Performance, and the nominations are Ben Starr for Final Fantasy 16, Cameron Monaghan for Star Wars Jedi Survivor, the obvious winner Idris Elba for Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty, Melanie Libbard for Alan Wake 2, Neil Newbon for Baldur's Gate 3, and Yuri Lowenthal for Spider-Man 2. While I joke that Idris Alba's winning this award, he is the most well-known actor in this category, and will likely outshine and his peers. Moving on to most anticipated game, the last category I'm going to cover. The nominations are Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, Hades II, Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, Star Wars Outlaws, and Tekken 8. Now, I find this category this year interesting due to the diverse slate of different types of RPGs, from action to turn-based on this list, as well as a roguelike and a fighting game, not a single first-person shooter nor battle royale made the most anticipated games nominations on top of the nominations though the potential announcements are at an all-time high especially since rockstar is slated to announce grand theft auto 6 next month and fromsoft could surprise us with elden ring dlc shadow of the ur tree though i really wouldn't hold my breath on that one With all that being said, though, I couldn't go over all of the categories here on Let's Play. However, if you want to check out a full list of categories and the nominations, a link will be in today's show description. The never-ending deluge of layoffs continued at Amazon Games on Monday. According to two sources that shared their termination emails with the publication Aftermath, Amazon has laid off 180 people from its games division, which has led to the closure of Amazon's Crown Channel on Twitch, the live stream that Amazon used to promote Twitch events and mainstream celebrity collaborations. Amazon is also reducing their workforce in their game growth team as well as restructuring the entire Prime gaming team. VP of Amazon Games Christoph Hartmann attributed these layoffs to aligning their business model to consumers, putting their entire focus into offering more free games through the Amazon Prime subscription. Hartman continued to offer condolences to those affected, however Hartman didn't elaborate on how Amazon will be issuing severances or if these employees get a chance to apply at other positions within the company. That being said, though, Amazon made these job cuts following a spectacular third quarter where Amazon profited $9.8 billion, distributing all of that to investors through dividend payments, which amount to $0.94 per share, a 200% increase in profits on dividend payments year over year. Yet the workers who actually put in the work to make that $9.8 billion are thanked with pink slips. Another interesting patent was filed by Sony recently. This time around, Sony patented an application called Quote, Content Streaming with Gameplay Launch. This application would allow someone who is watching a stream to launch a game from what they call a Quote, Trigger Point. Essentially, if you're watching somebody play a game, you can jump into the same game at the same point. Or if you're watching a TV show like HBO's The Last of Us, you could launch The Last of Us Part 1 from a trigger point in the show, letting you experience the video game counterpart. This feature doesn't seem to be dependent on save files or progression, it loads a vertical slice of the game, allowing you to just play that particular trigger point. Now, I find this application fascinating because it could bridge the gap between television and video games, allowing people like my parents to experience a show and then experience the video game without having to put in the time investment to play all the way to that point in the game. This would be great for those who watch others play newer games regularly as well, allowing people to skip the portions of the games they've already experienced and letting them progress from where they quit watching. However, my only worry with this application is how Sony would monetize it. This could ultimately be yet another subscription to add to the ever-growing list of services game makers provide. Alright, well that's it for today's episode of Let's Play. Make sure you subscribe so you can come back tomorrow for even more video game news. Follow us on TikTok at Let's Play Gaming News and leave us a podcast review on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Podcast Addict, Castbox, Podchaser, and Amazon. Story selection and writing by Aaron Pillen. You can follow him on Blue Sky at Lloyd FFXI. You can follow me on Twitter at Nate Benderama and catch me streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash limit break radio. My name's Nate Bender. Keep listening.